Hey there, and welcome to the Surrendered Parenting Podcast. I'm Julie. And I'm Jose. I did it. You did it. She did the <laughs> intro. Welcome to another episode. Uh, thank you for joining us. Today, yeah. we're going to talk, uh, the title, we're going to talk about messing your children up and how horrible it can be. No, the title <laughs> is, You Can't Mess Your Children Up, yeah. right? Um, it's a silly title because... N- it it almost makes it seem like the things you do do not affect your children. Right. And that's not what we're saying because you do have an effect on your children. Right. Right. Um, but I we think we got to shift the focus. Yeah. I think as parents, a lot of us believe and we are concerned with, and some would say rightfully so, yeah. messing up our children. Like if I do this, if I yell at my child too much. Uh, if I don't make them eat their vegetables, if they don't get into this if they, activity, if they don't go to this, they don't go to the right school, then we're going to mess them up, and their life is going to be challenging going forward. Um, and I want to tell you that that is a, a not a surrendered point of view. That is very much a I can control the outcome of. If it is my from parenting. fear, scarcity, anxiety concern in those sense in in that sense it is from the enemy Mm. the father Mm -hmm. does not operate in fear scarcity anxiety right yes that is not where our father uh leads from so if it is from that is it is from the enemy yeah and um and that doesn't mean you you don't you know work out of concern or you can't have concerns for your kid but you where do you take those concerns do you take them into your own hands or do you take them at the you do you surrender those concerns even at the lord's feet and so i we have a scripture um of a mantra you can have for this episode about messing your kids up uh and it is uh for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope in a future Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Now I know this is a very famous, Popular, yeah. famous piece of scripture, and and it may seem at first that I'm telling you, hey, he has plans for you, but I'm telling you, parent, right now that's listening to this, this is for your kids. Yeah, God has a plan for your children. But Jose, I'm responsible for my kids. You are, and as we talked about before, God has equipped you on purpose. He knows. Therefore, I have the responsibility, right? Because this is the discussion that I've had with parents before. But I, like, he has given me this responsibility. I am the authority. This is my, my mission field is to, to be a good steward of my child. Yes. But that being a good steward is not worrying about what's going to happen with their life. Being a good steward is doing what God calls you to do with children, which is to teach them his ways. Yeah. Teach them as they, you know, the, the scripture. I don't know it by heart. I'm so I'm not a scripture by heart person, but he says, teach them everywhere you go. Teach them along the street. Teach them everywhere, and right? And they, they grow up, they won't part They won't from part it. from it. And now here's the, because here's the problem, right? Is that us as Christian parents, we tend to think, well, if I make sure their life is perfect and everything goes well, that they are going to love the Lord with all their heart and the path's going to be perfect, mm. right? That's not true. That's not, I mean, we know too many parents and too many kids, actually, kids who had amazing Christian homes who strayed, right? Right. So it's not on you to make sure your kid doesn't stray. Some, something someone told us, they read in a book, I don't know where it was from, but it was basically like, your kids are also human beings with free will. Yeah. And they're going to make decisions 
apart from you, even when they're younger. And so your job is not to make sure that everything goes perfectly and that you control every aspect of their life. And and I know that's not what everybody's doing, but even right. so with like education or these worrying about what what school they go into is not helping your child. For example, we had our middle two, our six and seven year old in gymnastics. Mm-hmm. And A, I enjoy watching them in gy- gymnastics. And they're good at it. And, and, they, and they come home and they practice and it's so fantastic. And they wanted them to try out for a team and all of this kind of stuff or what have you. The Lord at the beginning of the year before COVID told us um, that come the fall, we were going to need to take a respite from all extracurricular activities. And I really fought with him on that for a time because I was like, well, I really feel like the, like, not that the Lord, I really feel like they are supposed to do gymnastics. Like later on in life, when they're X years old and they want to do gymnastics, if they haven't been doing it from six or seven years old, then they're going to be behind. And what am I going to do? And how am I going to catch them up? And, you know, all this kind of stuff. I had that fear, that scarcity mentality. And the Lord was like, well, actually it was a friend of mine who reminded me that her son, who is really skilled with basketball, and he's like 15 now, I think, maybe a little younger, um, he never was on a team or anything like that, but he was so passionate that he would just be anywhere he could find a place to practice, he would. Now he's in high school, and he is like excelling on the on that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if that is the path that the Lord has for them, it will happen yes. no matter what we do or do not do. But I think what tends to happen and what was what could have happened in that situation is, well, I can't take my kids out of gymnastics, so I'm going to burn myself. I'm going to sex. I'm the, we're the parents. Mm-hmm. We have sacrificial hearts. I understand that. Yeah. But we sometimes sacrifice what the Lord wants to do through mm-hmm. us in order to give our children a future that we don't even know will come true. That's the problem, y'all. Listen very carefully. You cannot control the future. Yes, you can give your kids the greatest opportunity in the world. But if that opportunity comes at the expense of your marriage, of your walk with the Lord, of their walk with the Lord, Lord, it doesn't matter. And that's what I think what when we ask this question about messing our kids up, we have to think. What do you want for your children? Or what does the Lord want for your children? Yes, that is the and, big and then, question. And then, and then what what is the Lord actually asking of you in parenting? And ha- have you spent as much time praying and seeking the Lord's um, plans for your child as you have you and your spouse talking about what the plan is? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, uh, baseball season's coming up. Or... Or what school, or I'm trying to think of some of the other yeah. common things or what have you, because it's not always focused around those things. Or even but... what to wear, or what to let them watch. These are all, these yes, are all yes, different yes. media that's all different questions. And Julie's right. Are you, first off, are you actually prayerfully considering, realistically, I want y'all, when you think about the next time you have this decision to make for your child, really prayerfully consider it mm-hmm. not oh i'm going to shoot up a prayer to the lord mm-hmm. and he's you know if he doesn't say anything then it's good to go we're good to do baseball or whatever it is let me say that it's also like lately we have really included even extracurriculars through the church extra, yeah. extracurricular activities through the church as a not a definite yes that it, i've <laughs> told my oldest daughter this and she 
she now expects it, but originally she got frustrated. I was like, if you really want to do this camp, if you really want to do this event, you need to be praying and seeking the Lord's wisdom. And he needs to give us a yes in order for it to happen. And I told her, I told her, I said, if this is important to you, you have to pray because I love you and you are important to me, but this activity is not important to me. So I am not going to remember to pray about it. So you really have to be seeking the Lord. And if it is his plan for you, he will tell us. And, and listeners, don't you want that of your children? Yes. When they grow up to realize if I pray to God for something, mm. that he will give me an answer on what to do. Don't you want them to be doing out of the Lord's blessing, out of what he desires, out of his will, seeking it. And here's the thing. I know it's tedious. Mm. It feels tedious, right? Going to the Lord for every single decision because he's put you in response. He's made you the parent. We've said that already. He's given you the tools. So you should be able to make decisions based upon that. But that's not what a good steward does. You talk to your father and say, what am I going to do? Do you want me to do this? How often do we just do things thinking we know the Lord's will already mm. when we actually don't, we've never consulted him about it, um, truly consulted him. And so part of that is surrendering that decision to God too, right? That's the whole thing about surrendering parenting is it is surrendering everything, the decision you're going to make, the plans you have for your kids, the dreams you have for your the responsibility. kids, the responsibility of your kids, the, the future that you have in your mind, surrendering all that to God. Yeah. Um, because obviously when you don't, there are expectations. You know what I hear? The, the question here is how do I know? How do I know when he's mm. answering me? Yes, no, this way, that way. How do I know this? So, I mean, there's... Because I don't even know if I hear that in my own Yeah. Life. I mean, there, that's a good question. And that's a, that's, that is tough. And I, 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 I hear that question a lot from people, period. Yeah. Like, Jose, how do I know in my own life? And forget parenting, just in general. <laughs> like, what? Do, how do I know what decision to make? And I, I say the same thing every time. I said, if you're truly seeking the Lord in mm. this decision, if you're going to him in prayer, if you're reading the word for clarity and for guidance if you're calling upon holy spirit for guidance because he's your counselor remember christ sent him as a counselor to y'all mm -hmm. right to us and so if you're doing that and then you're seeking godly counsel of the, the your friends around you that really seek the lord as well um go and make a decision and let's say that, that's one way yeah no no i agree with that here's the thing are you doing those things he just listed as much as or more than you are planning, researching, you know, figuring out or, or trying to, you know, make it work in your mind. If it's, let's say you're making a school decision. If you're visiting schools, if you're mm. looking at finances, if you're um, researching the best, blah, 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 whatever, like all of those things, if you have spent you know, five hours this week doing that, have you spent equal amount of time seeking <laughs> at least, right? Yeah. Seeking the father. And I will say that I am guilty of the over researching and under requesting yeah. from the father, you know? Um, but how do we expect to hear from him if, if we are not, not spending time actively? Him, yeah. yeah and, spending and, time. There, and there, there comes like, and so this is a growth thing. Yes. to y'all to just hear us out this is we're not there either but the the place we're trying to get to in our surrendered parenting with this mm. is that 
I'm not going to make a decision until the Father tells me to make a decision. And that's tough because I need to make a decision sometimes, right? Or you feel the need. And, and God's voice can be drowned out by your desire and your, your felt need to do something. And let me give another little example because I was just thinking about this. Um, I wasn't always very clear on whether he was saying yes or no, this way or that way. Like we said, at the beginning of this year, he told us to pause on all activities for the fall. And then even coming into the summer, there was um, church activities for our oldest daughter, she was going to be going to this camp that she'd been so looking forward to going to. And, um, and I told her, I said, it's a no, unless the Lord says it's a yes. And she was not happy. And we went back and forth on this for a while. And that's where I had that conversation. Like you have to be praying for this, get your friends to pray for it. If they want you to be going, cause her friends were getting onto her about it. Like <laughs> you're not going and all this kind of stuff. And it broke my heart. It was, I did not want to say no to this. I did not, I did not, I did not. And, um, and then, and then COVID hit and then everything got canceled canceled. and her friends were all so upset about, um, camp getting canceled. They were looking forward to it, man. Audrey was already in the mindset that she wasn't going to get to go. And then later, uh, into the summer, she said to me, she says, mama, God prepared us. Yeah. God prepared us for what was about to happen. He prepared us. This is so cool. Like she just saw how God was operating. So the fact that even though I was, I was literally worried about hurting my relationship with my daughter by saying no to camp. But the fact that that actually built her relationship stronger with the father, that's that's what I want. Which goes to show though, that having a surrendered heart in parenting means that sometimes you make decisions that could jeopardize a relationship or make your kids mad. But here's the thing. When you lay it at the father's feet, it does not return, return for toying, return void y'all. It never returns void. He always blesses when you, when you surrender, he, he, he gives you uh, abundance more and we see it. And then think about the, you'll see these interactions start to happen with your kids where they will see the father move. And that is really cool because then you have a moment together as a family. And so that's part of surrendered parenting too, that we want to let you know, you can't mess up your kids because you're inviting Christ into your parenting. Yeah. You're inviting him into conversations you have with them. You're inviting him into discipline. You're inviting him into the decisions you make for their future, which he has already ordained for them. He's already anointed their future. And so when you come at it from that mindset, they get to be a part of it and be excited. And, and then you don't feel so burdened anymore by it. And you don't worry about messing anything up because God is not going to mess anything up. It's his plan and it is perfect. Well, and when his name is on the line, he shows up and shows off every time, every time. So can I end with the prayer this time? Father God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you that you do have a plan for us, that you created us with a specific plan for hope and a future. Every single one of us, Father. And we surrender. We surrender our ideals for our kids. God, help us to surrender every day, every moment if we need to. Father God, help us not to compare to other parents. Help us to not compare our kids to other kids. Help us to only seek you 
and what you will for our kids, Father God. Help our our prayers to be heaven-focused, not earthly focused, Father, because this is our temporary home, Father, and we want to surrender our children to you. You created them. You gave them to us as gifts. Yes, they're gifts, and you um, have a this beautiful plan for them and there's going to be bumps in the road and and things that we want to save them from father but we know that you love them more than we do so we surrender them to you we we open our hearts we settle ourselves we open our ears and we listen we're listening god we are listening and we want to hear you we want to hear you what is it that you want for our kids Father, tell us what it is that you see for our kids. Tell us, give us the vision for our kids, for the kids that you have blessed us with so that we can move forward as you are showing us, Father. Thank you that you are with us, Holy Spirit, and that you um, never forsake us and you will never forsake our kids. We love you, Father. And we, we just thank you. We thank you that your, your yoke is easy and your burden is light. We are just so grateful. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.